Welcome to the Empowered Spirit Show. This is your host, Terry Ann Hyman. I'll explore the connection to the human spirit in a way that helps to navigate your life, including crisis. I am passionate about helping you to open up to your intuition and the metaphysical world of spirit to find your confidence and your own inner guidance. Take a pause, be inspired, learn ways to show up focused, centered, and more dynamic in your everyday life. Welcome back to the Empowered Spirit Show. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me today. This episode is being brought to you by Forecast, located in Homewood, Alabama. Forecast is a hair salon on a mission to shape a movement in the beauty industry, focusing on education, fashion, and creativity. Forecast strives to train stylists with the latest in education to provide their guests with the latest trends. Follow them on Instagram at Forecast Salon or find them online at ForecastSalon.com. As this podcast goes to air, we've just moved through the last full moon of the year. We're moving through some of the darkest and shortest nights of the year as well. It is a time that pulls our energy within, a time of introspection. And as this airs, I'm actually in Teotihuacan. This Mayan city in today's Mexico has mysterious origins. It was massive, one of the first great cities of the Western Hemisphere. It is known today as the site of many of the most architecturally significant Mesoamerican pyramids built in the pre-Columbian Americas, namely Pyramid of the Sun and Pyramid of the Moon. I'm going there to die, not literally, but symbolically. The death of the ego, the death of letting go of all the limited beliefs I've been carrying around. I am at a transition in my life, and I'm excited to be here. So my spirit is going into recovery, so to speak. I'm sure I will have lots to share when I get back. I think it is an important time in humanity for me to be intentional about what I'm doing and how I am serving humanity. Now is the time to know where your intentions are to know how you process your energy. Are you using your energy in a productive manner? Or are you finding yourself drained, tired, procrastinating, depressed, or perhaps even fearful on how to move forward? What are those energy drains? And what are they causing you on a daily basis? Check out my latest quiz, The Dark Side of the Energy Drains. You will uncover the evil archetype that is stealing your energy and how you can use the strengths of your archetype to raise the ceiling on your success in life. And if you are confused about how to monetize your energy better, schedule a call with me and let's look at the three things draining your energy and the number one thing you can do right now. Links are in the show notes. And check out the link to my Black Friday holiday specials. The Radiant Light Method, membership to the Energy Mastery Sanctuary, first month free, and the Impasse Way, how to survive the holiday season, all for $108. Although this special offer goes away on 12-12, empower your spirit, learn to open up your radiant light. When you work with the energy body, it helps to release the old patterns and all that old stuff. We don't want to be carrying that around, especially into the new year. In today's episode, I talk with Tisha Morris about her latest book, The Missing Element, Hidden Strength. In this episode, we talk about Taoism, Feng Shui, the I Ching, the five elements, what's missing, and how to apply the natural strengths of all five elements to unlock your full creative potential. Before we begin, let's take a moment to pause, breathe, and set an intention for where you are right now.
So wherever you are, if you can, close your eyes. Exhaling all the way down, letting go of the day. Inhale, expanding that breath all the way back up the body. And as you exhale, call in your energy. Call in your spirit. Inhale, expanding this as you notice the energy coming forward for you. Exhale, dropping right into the deepest part of your heart. Feel that connection with your spirit and the greater spirit. Know that you are known. Know that you are loved. Feeling all this energy coming in around us. As we go to set the energy, we call in the masters, the teachers, the archangels, the crystal beings. Calling in your own spirit guides. Feeling this energy coming in around you. As you take this moment right now to notice where you are in this great wheel of life. Here in the Northern Hemisphere, we find ourselves in the season of fall and the direction of the West, where the sun sets each and every day. As we take this moment, we notice. We notice our own cycles of life. The fall reminds us of the struggles we have, the release of the energy, the letting go of the day. Just as the leaves fall, we too release, returning back to the earth, and we harvest that wisdom, that abundance that we have learned for this year. Calling in the directions to the west, the north, the east, and the south. Above us, below us. Right into the very center, setting that intention for you. As these intentions come in, see them, hear them, feel them, know them. Feel those elevated emotions, how you want to feel joy, peace, love, abundance, and allow those elevated emotions to radiate out through your heart, setting that energy all around you, taking another deep inhale and exhale, pulling all the energy down, feeling the presence of your spirit, grounding, centering and as you're ready bringing the awareness back blinking the eyes open coming back My guest today, Tisha Morris, is an entertainment attorney, self-help author, and feng shui expert. Tisha holds a degree in law, economics, and interior design with certifications in yoga, feng shui, and coaching. She advises and represents clients using her entrepreneurial experience, legal and publishing expertise, intuition, and practical wisdom to help clients realize their potentials, clear blocks, and strategize for optimal success. Tisha is originally from Nashville and is now based in Los Angeles. When not representing clients, Tisha lives in Ojak, California with her wife, Poodle, 
two step cats, and works on becoming a legal thriller novelist one day. You can visit Tisha at tishamorris.com. So let us welcome Tisha to the show. Welcome, Tisha. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I'm so excited to talk to you and the work that you're bringing forward right now, your new book. How exciting is that? Thank you. It's, it's been a journey as, as are all books, <laughs> are their own hero's journey. Yes. And you have written several. So this one, the missing element, your hidden strength. I love the topic. I love the elements. I like to ask the question, what led you to writing this book? This book came, uh, this is now sounding cliche, uh, came out of the pandemic okay. um, <laughs> where lots of creatives had time to you know, work on their, their, their arts. But it specifically, I had had this book in mind for several years um, and probably starting in 2000, maybe 15. And I was just taking a walk, literally taking a walk one day. And I heard this, I heard this title come just drop in out of nowhere, Missing Element Hidden Strength. And I was like, I like that. And um, I work with the elements, with the five elements as a feng shui practitioner. So it wasn't a foreign topic to me by any means. Um, and yet I was like, you know what? I think that's going to be a book one day. And so I kind of, I've, I've learned now to, when I get messages to actually write them down. So I actually have a, in my phone, I have a notes on book titles. There you go. <laughs> so that went into my book title um, note notes. And um, because when you get a good book title, you want to write it down because book titles are not easy to come by. <laughs> um, usually I work the other way around. I have the concept and then I'm like, like thrashing around for, for a title. Um, this one came in the opposite way. And, and so I said on that, I, I had that in my notes for, for many years and I was just waiting for the right time. And around 2019, actually before the pandemic, I, I felt like it was time for this book. And so as I was writing it, it was when the pandemic hit and I could early on see in the pandemic that the work, our work environment would forever change. I've worked from home all of my, almost all of my career. So that's not anything foreign to me, but I, I knew that this is where we were headed and being on zoom and, and things that I was already doing were, were familiar that we were going to be doing more of were familiar to me. And so I wanted to write this book partly or in a large part for creatives. Um, being a creative can be a, can be a, a very lonely solo venture. Yes. And so, and now more and more people working alone at home, even if they work for a company or however they work. And so this book is a self-actualizing book. It's a book of how to kind of take things to the next level where we are on our planet. We've got to take things to the next level, um, how to work with others, collaborations and team with ourselves, and to make it a win, 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 a win for me, win for you and win for the planet. Mm, I love it. Yeah, I am totally creative. I am full of ideas. It's really getting them down to earth, which was actually my missing element. I took the test. I was telling you before we started, I took the test and that was my missing element. I was a little surprised and I kind of, you know, just kind of thought about it a little bit and then I went to sleep. And then this morning I had this message like earth, you need to pay attention. That is your missing element. That's what keeps you from being organized. You need to ground. You would have so many of those creative thoughts 
in the physical form if you paid this attention and brought this in. So thank you for that. And yes, we'll we'll be sure to put the link for that test in there. But it is pretty fascinating, right? When we start to figure out what those areas are. And I love the way that you really took that idea and use the elements. The elements are very special. I am familiar with the five elements. I work with the four elements. I was reading the book Starhawk, The Fifth Sacred Thing, many, many, many years ago. And I was so... Oh, God, I don't know what the word was. Like, I, it was revolutionary for me to read that book and to understand it. And then I started looking in the elements. It's like, what does this mean? What is this? And that really led me on a huge journey. I created my jewelry line around that whole idea and then kept going. And of course, through the tarot now, that's where I started learning so much. So yeah, I can definitely appreciate that. But before we jump into that, I wanted to kind of start with how you opened up the book and talking about Taoism. Let's talk a little bit about that. How do you see that? Yes. So my background is as a feng shui practitioner um, before that, or I'm also an attorney, but as far as my philosophies and my, my woo-woo side, it's based in, um, based in Taoism in that this is where the five elements come from, which this was documented as well as is something could be documented in the I Ching, which is considered, you know, the oldest book perhaps ever written, even though it's not really words that are written, but lines, we can talk about that if we want to. But um, so Taoism is a philosophy that was, there's no, it's, it's got, it dates so far back that we don't really have a date. And it's, and of course it's gone through a lot of evolutions and, and then um, a lot of political turmoil as well, but in its, in its inception, it really is a philosophy that's um, and we've all we all know this philosophy without realizing that we know it, particularly in the spiritual communities, in that we're all a drop of water in the same ocean. That's very Taoistic in its in its core. And we're all a micro universe of the macro, basically. And so the way to the how the five elements play into this is that we're all a five element little universe. <laughs> I'm a little five element universe. This is what acupuncture it is. It's like balancing the five elements within our organ systems. We also have these in our personalities as well. And so we each have a, but I say a different, we all have the same ingredients, the five elements, but we all have a different recipe of what those elements are. So we're, we're slightly different, but we're all the same at the same time. <laughs> right. Yeah. What's in me is in you. So it is a philosophy. It's not a religion. Right. It can be a way of life. Yeah. Yeah. And it has yeah. these beautiful teachings. Yeah. The I Ching. I have not thought about the I Ching in a while until I was looking at this. I remember back in high school and I am way beyond high school. Oh my gosh. But yeah, every day throwing the coins yeah. <laughs> and making a journal entry and really right into college and that big book I used to carry around. My goodness. Yeah. And I really haven't thought about that, but it does have its its background in this and it does bring it forward. And today now working in the, in the elements in the way what you're doing, it's really bringing it into a modern aspect of how we can apply these principles. I love that idea. Yeah, I, 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 I wanted to make that the foundation of this book because it's so important where we are now of how we have to look to nature, partner with nature and work in a co-creative way with nature. And this is what how bringing these elements into our everyday life. My, my previous book is decorating with the five elements of feng shui and how you can bring these elements into your into your home. Um, and that's where, you know, living harmoniously and living in and co-creation with nature and within your space. 
but how we can do this also in the creative process, because the five elements are or is the creative process as well. And so as we become more attuned, you know, this, I, I kind of wanted this book to be a Trojan horse of like, of how we can be co-creative with nature as opposed to, um, you know, destroying it. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that 100%. Yeah, it's definitely my place to go for healing out in nature mm-hmm. for sure. And so I love that idea of bringing in the elements into feng shui. So let's talk about that a little bit. How are you working with the elements in feng shui? How does that come into play? So in the book, the, the, one of the, the main, you know, the title comes from um, identifying what your missing element is, even though we all have all five, there's one of one, at least one of the elements that are kind of, when you take the test, you'll find that kind of your, your, um, your weakness, so to speak. And uh, mine too, our earth is very low for me. Um, I'm all about wood and going forward and growing and growing and growing, but a tree can only grow as far as its root systems allow it. Um, so that's where the earth comes into play. And so earth and fire, my, my, my bottom ones, um, water, wood and uh, metal are my top ones. And so I know where my challenges lie. And so actually bringing in these elements into our space and, and, for me, my workspace, because this is where I'm, I'm for most of my day and uh, where I create from. And so bringing in these elements into my, into my environment uh, is a very simple, easy way. Um, I also give like lists of activities of ways you can bring in the earth element so that you become more, um, more attuned with it and more embody it, it, more and more. And so that's where we start to, that's where we can start to up level in better ways than just going through doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. I just said that. Just really? using that in my podcast this week. Yes, that exact thing. But I agree. I agree that we have to make changes right now. We have to open up to different ways. We can't keep going away the same way. I, I totally agree with that. So in the feng shui, I mean, I'm assuming you still work with the Bagua chart, right? And all the different mm-hmm. spaces in our home. So then in each space, you're breaking it down according to the element or the combination of elements. That's a good question. And that's kind of a, yeah, that's a good feng shui, like 401 question. Um, <laughs> there's, you know, just like ourselves of the many layers, there's layers within our, you know, within our space as well. There is a way you can look at the, um, use the elements with the Bagua map, as you mentioned, and definitely that's something to look at. That's actually, I talk about that in length in my, in my decorating um, the five elements book mm. with this concept. I, I advise for the space that you're in the most, your most personal space to you, which in my case is my office. It's the one, one room in the house I don't share with my wife. And so that's the space that I can, I can use. And, and so bringing in the elements and I give you very practical ways of doing that because it's, these elements can be represented symbolically, not just literally. So earth would be literally like dirt and soil of the plant, but you can also bring in the earth element by having square or rectangle um, shapes within your office. Also earth tones can be very grounding as well. And so this is where our space can start to really support us um, in in conscious ways. Mm, I love that idea. Yeah. So the elements do represent that cycle of life. One moves into the other to the other and round and round. So I really can appreciate that. And and how you can then bring them into your own life. Now you go a little bit further and talk about that missing element 
and really offer us ways to really kind of start to heal or to balance. How would you look at that? To balance your life, your work, everything that you're doing. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, because it's like, I, I'm not, you know, my, my goal is not to change people or, or as far as like, you need to be, you need to be all balanced. It's it's like, I'm not saying we need to be all level with all elements there's times in which we need to bring in more the fire or more of the earth or you know the more you understand these elements the more you know which one you need even on a particular day or particular season for sure the seasons are all synced up with the elements or actually the seasons are the elements and Mm -hmm. even even the region you live in the how the weather affects 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 you you know, if you're in the Northwest during the rainy season, which I guess is a lot of times of the year, you're probably going to want to bring in more fire um, or when the day the days are getting shorter and shorter. And so, um, so there's a way to work with the elements seasonally, personally. Uh, so I, I know that, so fire and earth are my, my um, missing elements. And so I will take the time to light literally light a candle and like have literal fire, you know, on my desk, um, times when I have my energy is a little bit low. Uh, so, so very practical ways. Um, even your wardrobe can make a difference. So the, the power red tie, you know, that like, there's a reason for that. It's a fire element. And so there's a time for, to be fiery. And there's a time water is more the, the, the meditative, the intuitive, the yin energy, um, people who are too fiery and, and, and they burnt out and, and they, they usually lack the water element, which is more time for sleep, more time for, for rest. And, you know, these more yin activities. So knowing what you need and when you need it is, is really the goal. What you need and when you need it. Yes. I think that's very helpful. And this really starts to really play out, um, in the creative process. So if you're writing a book, launching a new business a product or anything like that, that's the five element cycle in and of itself. And so if you're um, low on earth, for example, you're going to get to that part of the, the creative cycle. And that's where you're going to rub up against some of your edges. And the earth element phase of the creative process is pause, take a rest, see, get feedback from people. It's also the monetary and the marketing part of a project. Um, in the book writing process, I just, I'm writing a memoir and I just got out of the fire phase, which was really a feat for myself. And I'm now in the earth phase, which is you put it aside. You get, you, you put it aside for a while. There's, it's, there's some, there's a pause. And then I'll move into the metal element, which is editing. Oh. I love that. Yeah, especially for creatives. I mean, I am a super creative and I do get stuck in different areas. And actually what you just said is like kind of where I get stuck, taking the pause. I'm always in a rush, right? Too much fire, (laughs) right? That's me, (laughs) too much fire for sure. But I'm always in a rush and I want to get it done. I'm actually working on a new digital course right now and I'm making myself slow down and I'm making myself Mm -hmm. actually do that, which unbeknownst to me, that's exactly what you're talking about, right? And it's like even some of that course validation and really talking about it and getting that before I... I plunge ahead. I think that's really valuable. And that's exactly where that earth element can help me. So yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think it's great yeah. insight. Yeah. And, and the goal, it's, it's obviously you've been successful, you've launched products before. And, and, and so you know how to do this. And yet, like, if you really tend to that missing element, 
everything will just will up level to another to an, you know, this your success will you know we all as creatives come to a place of kind of a plateau and we've and we're like how do I get past this plateau and it's really tending to this missing element there's a Joseph Campbell quote that was really a big inspiration behind this book of the cave you fear to enter hold your greatest treasure and um, that cave you fear to enter is your missing element you can also think of it as shadow your shadow side and as far as Jungian um, psychology goes it's that area that's kind of like it's easy in spiritual um, to spiritually bypass and say, oh, the timing's just not right, or it's just not meant to be, or you know, these phrases, but really it's the cave you fear to enter <laughs> is a lot of times what is missing. The cave you fear to enter. That's pretty big. Hold your greatest treasure. Yeah. Hold your greatest treasure. Yeah. yeah. I love that because, yeah, we all too often want to rush right past it. I know I do. I know I do. And so, yeah, finding the ways to slow down and then the tools to help. Yeah. So as I continue to read through your book, looking for those different ways to bring in that earth element. And you do, you talk about business. You talk about what happens. You talk about how to use this. You need to hire somebody or if not, what do you need to do? But I love that you're bringing all this in and really helping to support the creative artist. I think that's so valuable right now. I'm a big supporter of the healing arts. I've been in all my life. I've fought from it. I've denied it. I'm not an artist until one day one of my one of my uh, healing teachers, he's like, you're an artist. Let's just face it. I'm like, okay, I guess I am. You know, I do jewelry. I did photography for many years, you know, and now it's really, this is my main work, the, the, the spiritual realm and working with people like that. So I can appreciate that and how you can use this to really cultivate those inner strengths of what you're doing and what you want to bring forward in the world. You know, creative people, we get a little shy. I mean, we have to sit on the edge and do new stuff, but yet sitting on the edge and doing new stuff makes us very vulnerable on the inside. So there is this little, you know, dance that we do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's never been a more important time to bring forth our creations um, into this, create create a new, the new world that we want. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, like you said in the beginning, like workplaces are changing and more people working from home, but even like allowing this book to come in and helping you to apply the elements into your work environment. You know, it's like I kind of talk about sacred spaces, you know, setting up your sacred space, setting up your desk, the same thing. And as you already mentioned, like light a candle. I I generally keep mine covered in, which is kind of funny because they are of the earth and crystals everywhere. But really now applying it in the physical world is what you're talking about as well. Yeah. Yeah. So as we move through all of this and as you're putting this work out there, like what are you most passionate about with bringing this out into the world? Well, like I mentioned, I want, not that I'm like preaching Taoism by any, any, by any stretch of the imagination, but some of these principles I feel like we're missing in our world in general, um, how we all are very so connected and made up of the same energies and how we can work together. Um, so, so big part of the, or not big part, but part of the book is about collaboration. So, you know, there's a time, there's a time to do things, a solo project. I'm going to be the only writer of my memoir, obviously. So I'm going to have to be the one who does it. But when, is, when does it make sense to collaborate with others? Probably it would make sense in the, the editing phase of collaborate with an editor who can, you know, give me insights and obviously, you know, do the editing or help, help me with editing. So that would be a, a place where I could collaborate. And once you understand where where your strengths and challenges lie, you can then better partner with people. 
And I like to partner with people. I mean, you want to, that's where your, your, your best, your primary element comes in. So like my best elements wood, and then someone else's best element is metal. Um, how would a metal integrate is a really interesting, um, an interesting pairing. So I, I go through all the elements and how, how they collaborate together. And, you know, it, a lot of times couples in relationships match up in kind of these, um, well, in the, in, in the five element cycle, it's considered the destructive cycle. And so it can be, it can be where your edges kind of like, um, for example, metal cuts wood. And so a wood element can feel very criticized by a metal person. And so there's the nuances, but once you understand like, oh, this is this person's strength, this is my strength. How can we then just prune the tree instead of chop the whole thing down? <laughs> um, and so once you understand your your strengths and challenges and another person's strengths and challenges, you can much, much better work together. And the same goes for teams. Um, a team of five people in an ideal world would be each of the five elements because you're going to each offer something to the five element um, cycle. Mm, I love that. Yeah, I do. I love that idea of like blending those elements and looking at that to help you with that collaboration and bringing that forward. That's a really great idea. So now, did I miss something? I know I took the test to find the missing element. Where do we find our primary element? So the quiz, um, you go to my website, tishamorris.com on the front page. Also, it's the pop-up on the front page. It'll There's a link to take the test. And it will um, actually rank mm-hmm. all of your um, elements. Um, there's like, I think, 20 questions. And it'll, it'll give you the percentage for each of them. And you can click and read what each of them um, mean. Um, so that's the one on my website. You may have taken a different okay. the one in the book. No, no, I did take that one. I just like went right to the missing element. Okay. I think I just like <laughs> leadership was up there for me. So what element was that? Wood. All right. So that's what I found out. Wood. So it is fascinating and very helpful to take the test and to really understand where you would fit in with others, like you're saying, and then also to where you can help yourself find that balance in your own life, in your everyday life, in your work, and all the many things that you talk about in your book. It's really, it is quite interesting and a different take on it. I know I've worked with feng shui people before. I know the first time she said, no, you're taking out bamboo here and moving things here and moving things around. I'm thinking it all looks pretty, but it's like, no, no, no. So it is very helpful in our space. I've always been a big believer in that for sure. Yeah. How interesting to bring this all together and use the elements as a guide for us as well. So do you do private consultations? How do you work with people? Well, I, um, so I'm a book coach. Well, I'm an attorney for one thing, and I work with creatives and entertainment lawyer, which is a very metal element job, um, which is my second best um, um, element. But as far as the creative process, where I really um, feel like I can best help people is in my wood element and kind of um, project managing books and helping people create a book. I have a course on the Tao of writing course that takes you through the five element cycle to help you complete the book. And you do book coaching as well, um, particularly for nonfiction books. Excellent. Yeah. I love that. Uh, Especially as a writer, I have self-published one book and uh, got a few more in the works. We'll see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Good. Definitely. So where would you like to send people to find your book? Yeah. Um, 
available everywhere, obviously Amazon, um, but bookshop.org, um, everywhere you buy books online, it will be. Um, as far as information about me or where you want to go, just to know where, where to go from there, tishamorris.com is my website. You can get to where every, wherever you want to go from there, take the test, sign up for a course, um, link to buy the book, all of it's at tishamorris.com. Excellent. I'll put the link in the notes for sure. It is quite fascinating the way you have this outlook. It's a little different than, you know, many other people and the way they work with the elements. And I love that you've brought it into our everyday life and how we live in the home and especially the whole idea of like being back in nature and really using all of those sacred elements, going in deep and really breathing them and being in them and helping us to really reconnect with nature. It's so important right now. And yeah, for a world that has gone off track, we all need new ways to really bring this forward. So I'm very grateful for that. So as we go to close, I do like to come back and ask the question, how do you feel that this work can help to empower the spirit right now? The more we are in tune with nature or even our space, but just being in, in tune with the cycles of nature, which involves even the way that, you know, the, the moon's phases is all has to do with the five elements in our seasons, being more in tune with nature will help us innately be more of a win, win, win attitude or mindset of a win for me, a win for you and a win for the planet. That's just how it's going to have to be for us to coexist harmoniously on this planet. Yeah. Help us all to coexist harmoniously on this planet. Make it a win, win. Working with the elements, finding that balance within as we go to collaborate and bring our work out. And really just that inside part of us, that deeper part of us to help us understand what our soul is here for right now. Yeah. Beautifully said. Thank you. That was very, very well succinct. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And again, I love your book. I love the way you've taken this whole concept and really working with the whole idea of, you know, feng shui and different ways of bringing the elements in. I really do. I love your outlook on it. So thank you for joining us today to your spirit. It's been a pleasure, Terry. Thank you for having me. Namaste. Thank you. Yes. The cave you fear to enter is your greatest treasure. Finding balance and being in tune with the cycles of nature will help each of us innately exist in collaboration with all life. Check out Tisha's quiz. It is quite fascinating. And be sure to check out the missing elements in all of her books, actually. Come join us in the Energy Mastery Sanctuary. The holiday special extends through December 12th. Don't miss out. Get the bonuses now. Thanks again for listening. Happy holidays to you and your family. This is your host, Terri Ann Hyman. To your spirit, namaste. Only a few more events until the end of the year. Come join us with the Reiki Association on Monday, December 19th for some crystal Reiki healing as we prepare for the winter solstice. And come join me in Ritual Shelter on December 28th as we learn to heart link with the angels of the healing field. Links will be in the show notes. Happy holidays!